0: Time for Re-Engineering Your Finances with the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. Hello and welcome once again to Re-Engineering Your Finances. Walter Sorholt alongside Charles Weldy, the founder of CP Weldy Group. And hey, Charles, how are you this week? I'm doing well, Walter. How about yourself? Uh, glad to hear that. I am well also. and Looking forward to today's show where we're going to be diving into the topic of financial security. What does it mean to you, We'll talk about that coming up in just a few moments. If you're a regular listener to the show, welcome back. And if you're new to the Reengineering Your Finances podcast, hello and welcome once again. Charles, I mentioned, is the founder of CP Weldy Group, serving you throughout the Delaware and Chester County areas with an office in Chad's Ford, PA, right there on Route 52. You can find us online and listen to past episodes of the show by going to cpweldygroup.com. That's cpweldygroup.com. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about financial security. And it might mean different things to different people. But I think for nearly everybody, Charles, making sure that they achieve their own definition of security is probably the most important part of a financial plan. So how do you define financial security? That's going to be one question we're asking on today's show. And we're also going to cover some of the popular responses we hear from clients during the planning process as to what financial security means to them. But before we dive into specific examples, just when it comes to that mentality or that thought process of finding financial security, I mean, how early in the conversation with a prospective client is that usually coming up?
1: Well, I think it's probably uh, first and foremost on everybody's mind do I have enough money? You know, I remember years ago, the Voya commercial, it used to be ING their biggest commercial was, hey, what's your number? Right. So, um, you know, financial security really is, do you have enough assets to generate enough income to last for your, you know, for the remainder of your life. That's really key for just about everyone.
0: Yep, and uh, I remember those commercials walking around with the big number and sitting on the benches. It was an effective campaign. Uh, it may not be the end-all be-all of financial planning to just focus on that one number for a lot of people, but it was an effective way to communicate the thought process behind retirement. So let's do a little role play. I'm going to pretend I come into your office and I've got a particular concern, Charles. It's kind of defining my security or my goal to find financial security. And you can tell me what that would tell you about me as a client and how the conversation tends to roll after that. So sure. one example would be I come through the front door and uh, we start chatting. And I kind of let let you know that I, I really don't want to be a burden on my kids. That's sort of my main focus, regardless of my health situation. That's that's what I really want to make sure happens. I don't want to be a burden on them.
1: Well, I would say that that's pretty common. I mean, regardless of one's health later in life, most people would rather uh, die than live with their kids. For the most part, the two things in retirement that are really going to cause you um you know, a higher probability of living with your kids is not addressing income taxes, which is one of your greatest expenses, and the second one is healthcare. So I think it all starts with planning, Walter. You know, if you have a plan, you look at what you have currently, you project how long you're going to live. Obviously, that's not you know etched in stone, but you try to underpromise and overdeliver in terms of you know what the cash flow needs are and what the longevity is of the person that you're dealing with.
0: Yeah. So health concerns become kind of that really big thing for a lot of people, as you mentioned, certainly a common thread. And a lot of people will identify with several of these. It's not a one or the other kind of conversation here. We can only pick one thing that makes up that definition of financial security. A lot of these things may check a box for you. You mentioned this one kind of out of the gate. We'll touch on it here as well. I come into your office and I say, I want to be sure I never run out of money. That's pretty obvious. That becomes my number one concern, as it is probably for the majority of folks that come through.
1: Yeah, it is the number one concern of just about everyone, regardless of what their asset level is. You know, just people have the uncertainty of knowing how long they're going to live. I mean, today, there's a lot of centennials, people that are 100 years and older. That's the largest growing population on the planet. But here's the key. You know, when you think about it, if you need, I'm just going to Give you an example if you need three thousand dollars a year and a safe i guess interest rate or a safe investment would yield you three percent in essence you get to tie up a hundred thousand dollars at three percent to get three thousand dollars a year with proper planning you know depending upon your age if you're in your mid 60s early 70s you might only be able to earmark fifty thousand dollars to generate three thousand dollars of income so the point i want to make is yeah even though running out of money is a fear of most people it's something that I'm not going to say easily solved, but it can be solved strategically if you sit down with a planner and formulate a plan well before you know you reach your retirement years.
0: Great point, Charles. We'll also bring this up as well. If I come into your office and I, I'm starting to focus on retirement and I'm kind of thinking in the lines of, you know, after I retire, I want to be able to work part time if I want to, but not because I have to. What would that tell you about my idea of financial security if I said something like that?
1: Well, I mean, realistically, I think most people have to have a plan. What are they retiring to? It's not just all financial. I mean, Walter, you can only play so much golf. You can only go on so many trips. And there's nothing wrong with working part-time, whether you need the money or not. It can relieve the pressure on your portfolio, and it can be a source of enjoyment. You know, I have a a client that is, you know, very wealthy, and she sings in a band. She loves singing. She's in her uh, mid-70s. I have a, another client that drives a bus. He doesn't have to drive a bus, but he wants to get out of the house. So, working part time is not a bad thing. It actually could be a good thing, and not just financially.
0: That's a great point. And uh, what kind of band, by the way?
1: I think it's a band that just goes to these senior homes and, you know, somebody's on the piano, somebody has a guitar, and she's a lead singer. I don't know. I've never heard her sing, but I'm sure she has a great voice, and I know she enjoys it immensely
0: gonna have to have some you know live music at your next client event and have them perform it or something like that That'd be great. <laughs> that's a good idea we were out to dinner a couple of nights ago and there was uh, it was one of these places where you know they do a little live music it was kind of an open mic night sort of thing so they just had a couple of different folks go up there they would sing two or three songs each and the next person would go up and we just sort of stumbled in not even knowing that they were doing that but it was kind of a neat little thing and one of the groups that was up there was called the boomers and it was too similar story kind of like two baby boomers all singing singing songs from the baby boomer generation and and i thought it was pretty i don't know it was kind of cool the, the boomers was the name of the band so it was pretty <laughs> neat Made for a fun dinner, that's for sure. All right, so let's say we've kind of covered that angle of health and wanting to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement at any point in time, also the, you know, kind of working situation. What about a cash flow need? Something along the lines of, you know, if I need a new transmission in the car or knee replacement, you know, I don't want that to prevent me from being able to do, you know, something else I had been planning to do, like spoiling my grandkids at Christmas or going on a particular trip or something like that. How do you address a need or a financial concern? like that?
1: Well, I mean, that's one of the great compromises of most people's retirement. How much of the uh, asset pile is mined for income and how much is that for like kids or grandchildren for legacy? And again, without like, you know, sounding like a broken record, when you plan these things, I mean, how much do you really need? You might have a um, emergency fund where X amount of dollars is in there. Then obviously you have a cash flow income gap. You know, you have X amount of dollars in that particular strategy. And then the income that you're going to have for you know, legacy and or growth should be in the later bucket. So, again, coming back to the plan, if you have a plan and you can strategically with you know, precision estimate what the high and low expenses are going to be during several stages of your retirement, you're going to be in much better shape. And chances are there's a higher, higher probability you're going to be able to do both, help the grandkids and help yourself at the same time.
0: Great points as always, Charles. Let's slide in one more example here as we talk about these different definitions of financial security, what it means for one person and then the next. What if somebody just is kind of of the opinion or of the goal to just stop watching those uh, accounts jumping up and down? They just don't want to do that market watching every single day. Is that a common Piece of financial security for somebody that you meet with
1: well i think most people were all wired the same walter you know we're human beings and when things are well sometimes we're over elated and when things are not so well sometimes we're down in the dumps maybe a little too long but the reality of it is if you're going to be invested in the stock market for growth you're going to have to stomach volatility because without volatility you're not going to get the growth and that's part of the equation so again if you just have three portfolios instead of one the three being an emergency fund which generally speaking will be in cash or you know a money market account not making much money at all but hey it's there it's safe it's liquid it gives you comfort that's one strategy a second strategy could be hey you know i need five thousand dollars a month to live off of i got three thousand dollars a month coming in from social security of a $2,000 a month gap there should be certain investments earmarked for that particular $2,000 a month strategy and you know at rates of return of three percent that money is going to last for 12 years and then lastly the money that you need for you know growth which is going to be volatile whether you look at it or not you can put it in a later bucket and when not if that money goes down even as much as 30 35 percent you're not going to panic because you've got you know 8 10 12 years worth of income in the first two buckets and you know actually volatility is your friend without volatility you're not, you're not going to get the premium return and we all need premium returns in our portfolio to sustain a 25 30 year rising income environment
0: So when somebody comes in to meet with you, Charles, if especially we have a new listener to the show today and they're kind of wondering how this whole financial planning thing works, like where does this conversation about financial security fit into the rest of the financial plan? What do you usually tell folks that have questions like that?
1: I say, hey, let's do a plan, you know, let's do a simple plan and let's not like me do it by myself. Let's co-design it. Let's see basically what's coming in, guaranteed, whether it's Social Security or pension. Let's see what your needs are and let's see what the difference is. And let's devise a strategy that's plain and simple that we can fit your assets into three buckets. Now, money, soon money, and later money. It's that easy,
0: Walter. Well, if you want to get in touch with Charles and talk these things out, if this conversation about financial security has sparked something in you, something that you want to cover, address, some concerns that you might have, did you identify with some of these pieces of financial security, but maybe you don't have a plan in place to address those issues, now's the time to reach out to Charles Weldy. 610-388-7705 is your number to call. That's 610-388-7705. And always online at cpweldygroup.com. That's cpweldygroup.com com. we'll put links to what you need in the description of today's show to be able to get in touch as well charles thanks for all the help on today's program and uh, we'll look forward to another podcast with you soon thank you walter appreciate it take care that's charles weldy i'm walter storehold thanks for joining us we'll see you next time right back here on Reengineering your finances